this, this is what I told my wife. They go, hey, if this doesn't work, what's the worst thing that can happen? I have to go find another job. There's always going to be another job. There's always going to be another job. So why not try it? Retirement. That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach, feet up, reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Doucette, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Retirement. Today, I'm really pleased to be joined by Ron Cool. I've known him for about a year now as a fellow podcaster. He's got a top-rated show, and he's also a podcasting coach. Ron's the CEO of Hindsight Hacking Media, and he's just recently left his nine-to-five job for good. Welcome to the show, Ron. Oh, thanks for having me, Jackie. I'm excited to be here. I I think it's fun that I get to be on your show because I'm retired. I think that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me a little bit about how you managed to get retired or leave your job. I mean, yes, you had a, you probably had a plan. You didn't want to be doing a nine to five forever, but it, how did it uh, pan out for you? Okay. Well, I, I've come to realize I'm a bad employee, right? So I, I've worked up the corporate ladder. I've been the director of operations for international, you know, restaurant chains. I've owned a couple of restaurants. I've always wanted to do my own thing. Um, and I usually get hired to fix companies. So I'm the guy that will come in, do a turnaround, get them back on the right road. That's my passion. I love doing it. And I love, love helping companies do that. But when they get there, then they want me to conform into listening to how they want to do it, which probably got them there in the first place in my mind. Right? <laughs> so then, then I become a bad employee, right? So then I started uh, trying to figure out what I can do. Uh, I've dabbled in network marketing. Um, was very successful in that. My wife, Rachel, and I, we were expecting our third child. And then the, the little creeps up of, do we have enough money? Are we going to have enough time? Is this what we should be doing? Like everything started creeping in. And so then we found, you know, my business partner at the time was somebody that worked for me, Corey Carter. We had very similar values and I had a coach that said, Hey, you'd be really good at sideways marketing. Why don't you go do that? And I was like, what the heck is sideways marketing? Like, I don't know what that is. Right. Is that like, do you have to sponsor people? She's like, no, you buy something and it instantly sells them on something else. And I was like, I don't know what that is. So I had Corey go on this, this path to try to find what the heck sideways marketing was and he found the OFA challenge with Russell Brunson. So fast forward through the OFA, tells us publish, publish, publish. And we're like, how do we publish? What do we want to do? I'm pretty good on social media. I go, it'd be cool to have like a radio show. And Corey goes, well, I listen to podcasts. Why don't we have a podcast? And I was like, I don't want to have a podcast. <laughs> like, why, why would I have a podcast? I'm, you know, my wife listens to podcasts. So I don't listen to podcasts. He goes, let's just, let's just do a podcast. So we, 
went through the podcast course, right? And launched. And then we were consistent on publishing our show. The piece where, you know, go our shows hindsight hacking and the piece that changed the directory of what we were doing in our like business to help us get, you know, retired, if you will. We, we realized how we launched our show didn't make us the authority, but just the interviewer. So we had to like revamp our show like 25 shows in. Because so we're like, we're not the subject matter experts. Like what's going on? Like we're just the person that interviews people, right? So we had to like flip it midstream. And the second we flipped it, things started changing and people viewed us differently. And then we were like, gosh, everyone knows us for hindsight hacking. Let's get rid of our other business name. Let's just do hindsight hacking everything. Then COVID hit, okay? Corey gets furloughed and I go, hey, maybe this is this is what we need. This is the time maybe, like you have the time, maybe if we just went all in right now. And so then I started talking to my wife and I was like, look, you know, God has been talking to me to do something. And I'm telling you, this is what I need to do. Like I need to just stop working for somebody else. We went to church like six messages in a row was like, here's the phone call from God. Like, this is for you. And I turned to my wife and I was like, this is crazy. But really what made the decision was I've told my wife from the get-go, she has an aunt who truly believes God wants her to have a llama farm to help battered women or, you know, single moms get back on their feet. And so I always told her, I go, what are you doing to get the llama farm? If you think that's what God's plan is. And she goes, I'm waiting. I go, God isn't going to open up the sky and drop a llama farm on you. Like you have to, you have to take, you have to take the moment and go or the moment passes you by. Right. And I've said that my wife's heard me say that for 10 years now. So we're having this conversation and we go to church and we're really debating on when I should leave my job. And she's a little nervous. And the message was about God's given gifts given to you and to seize the moment. That was the message. Wow. And I was like, I looked at her and she goes, yeah, you're right. That was, that was all you like go, go. And it's been a blessing and we've kind of haven't looked back. That's really cool. (laughs) Kind of like your llama dropped out of the sky. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. It's so frustrating. It's like, guys, if if, here's the, I mean, I, uh, I was blessed to do uh, uh, editing for a Russell Brunson video. And he talked in that video, something I've never heard him say. And it was about a moment that you had an idea, but you didn't act on the idea. And then a month or two down the road, you see the idea come to fruition. And that fruition, you look at it, you're like, oh my gosh, that was my idea. How did that person get my idea? And he said, God will put ideas into people. And if he wants it out and you don't take action, someone else, he's going to give that idea to. So they will take action because he wants it out. Right. And I was like, ah. So. There's a good lesson there. You get an idea, act on it. Yep, don't wait. No. So you've not had any regrets at all about about walking away from your work? No, zero, zero. I, I uh, 
love I like literally I had a picnic with my daughters at lunchtime because they're on COVID, right? They're on COVID break, whatever that's called, homeschooling. And uh, I wouldn't have been able to do that. Like I just came up one day, I was like, it's picnic time, let's have it on the floor. And we put a blanket down and have lunch. Like I couldn't do that if I was working. I had I had a unfortunate death in the family. I left and and I was able to go. I didn't have to ask anybody. I just went. And it's yeah. it's phenomenal because again. I didn't do this journey for the money. The money's nice. I did the journey for the freedom of time. I wanted my time back. I got tired of trading money for time. I got tired of it. And that's the piece that I, I, the only thing I regret is I didn't do it sooner. I was afraid to do it sooner. I was scared that I couldn't do it. I think that's a real fear. I mean, that, that it's, it's a common fear um, because People do do things for the money quite, you know, quite often. And if you don't have that money, you've got, you know, nothing to see you through to the, you know, the next paycheck. You know, if, if you don't know that there's something there, how are you going to feed your kids? What are you going to do? I mean, that that's a big fear. How do you overcome that so that you can just step out? I mean, you, you need to have faith, but at some point, there's still got to be food on the plate. Well, I'm, I'm the wrong person to ask. Like you should get my, I should get my wife down here because she could answer that appropriately. I don't look at money the right way. I know I can always make more money. I, 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 so I don't, I have zero value on money. Like if I want something, I'll just go buy it. And it drives her nuts. Like she values money a lot better than I do. That's why she handles the bills or we probably wouldn't be eating. Um, but at the end of the day, <laughs> I don't, I don't put a value on money, right? Um, I, I want to help people because I want to help people and I love watching to get them where I could probably get without me and I just help them a little bit. You know, that makes me happy. You know, I don't do things for the money, but I never want someone to say about me, oh, he helped me because I paid him. Right. You know, I, I like you, any of my clients, like we tell them, look, like we're just a part of your team. Like we have to, I've told more clients not to pay me to do stuff for them because one, they weren't at the right space. And if they would have done paid ads, they would have lost money, not only to hire me, but to do the paid ads, they weren't in a space to do it. Likewise, I just told them not to give me a thousand bucks. There's not a lot of people that would do that because it's money that they yeah. can make. But Corey and I said, hey, when we start, we're going to give back, right? That's number one importance. And we're never going to be that group of people that once they sell you something, they're selling you into something else right away. We want zero upsells in what we do. Like, here's, here's what we offer. We valued our time appropriately. If you want to use us and you appreciate our coaching, then you'll stay. If not... I hope we gave you what you wanted so you're successful in the future and you can move forward and actually have an impact on the world because that's what we're here for, to create that impact. Awesome. I think that's a really honorable mission and it's not, not something you see all the time in the entrepreneurial world. Now, everybody goes out and they say, I want to help people. You know, I'm doing this because I want to you know, help people make a difference, but the bottom line is still there. You, they want to make money. And most of them are quite quick to say, yes, of course I want to make money. You know, that's why I'm in business. But it's, it's nice to see something different. 
yeah, we're trying to do it different. And at the end of the day, do we need to make money? Yeah. Or our wives will make us get jobs. Like that's the reality. <laughs> but, but when we sat down and said, what is the minimum bottom line we need to make? That's what we pay ourselves because that's at the end of the day, what we brought home. So no one can get upset because it didn't affect anything. Didn't right. affect anybody in the house. Then all the other money stays in the company where we can make an impact. Right. So one of the things that I get asked a lot by the people who listen to the show is once they retire or leave their job, how do they figure out what their purpose is? And you obviously found your purpose, but do you have any suggestions, any ideas about how somebody figures out what their purpose is? What, what makes them get, want to get up in the morning when they don't have a job to go to anymore? Yeah. So this is, this is a very interesting question because I think everyone understands their purpose. They just don't give it any validity because it comes easy to them. So let me, let me explain. Um, I love, love, love doing graphics. It just comes super easy to me. I love coaching people. It comes easy to me. I love strategizing. It comes easy to me. So I assume it comes easy to everybody. So I put zero value on it because, well, let me rephrase that. I used to not put any value on it because it was something that I just did. So I assumed other people just did it. But once you understand what your easy is and understand it's easy to you because that is your God-given gift, then you make an impact by helping people by teaching your easy, right? Or helping people with your easy, right? So I would say, sit down and say, what naturally comes easy to you? And even if it's spreadsheets, I can't do spreadsheets. Even if it's, I don't know, organizing a house. Like I suck at that. (laughs) Or time management. Like I'm bad at time management. (laughs) But find out what your easy is and then make an impact around your easy. Because then what will happen is you will enjoy what you do You'll love what you're doing. It will be easy for you and you'll attract people that need you and need your easy. So your purpose is already there. Just understand that's your purpose. God gave you that purpose. God gave you those gifts so you can use those so they can shine. If if you don't use them and you don't understand that that's a gift, you're going to miss your purpose. Your purpose is not your job. Your job does not define you. You know, you are a person and your job, like if I, this, this is what I told my wife, they go, Hey, if this doesn't work, what's the worst thing that can happen? I have to go find another job. It's always going to be another job. There's always going to be another job. So why not try it? Try it. Right. And, and now the world, how everybody's transitioned, I've said from the get go, the world will never be the same after this. Companies will realize they can do it cheaper with less people. And they can use the excuse of COVID and social distancing and safety, right? They're going to use that all day long until they make up their money. But people, when they're at home, they're going to realize, hey, I can do other stuff. I don't have to go back. I don't have to go back. So the world will never be, never be the same after 2020. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Lots of places are going to discover that uh, they can do things with remote workers 
the remote workers are going to discover that there's other things out there. Yeah, yeah. everything's going to change. Yeah, yeah, and you just have to be positioned to be ready, to be ready for it. You know. So tell me a little bit about hindsight hacking media. What do you uh, what do you offer? Gosh, that's a fun question. So we offer. I would love to say we offer everything because uh, we do. Uh, but I'll tell you the fun things that we like to do. So I love doing design and graphics and, and work and branding. Branding's like, I love that stuff. So I, I handle all the graphics. Corey likes doing funnels, right? So we are a fulfillment house and just Corey and I, we don't farm anything out. Um, we have two other employees that do other things that we can't do like social media uh, and uh, Facebook ads. They work for us, which is cool. Um, we found there's one in Colorado, we found him. And so he does our Facebook ads and the other one's in Florida. She does our social media, which is great. And then, you know, they help us be able to offer those services, but we love doing podcasts. Like Corey is passionate about podcasts. We have a bunch of clients that, you know, we are the fulfillment house for people. So we're like, let's just cut out the middleman. We're not going to be the most expensive. We're not going to be the cheapest but we're going to give you more stuff. So with an edited show, you're going to get 15 shareable graphics with people for each show that you could promote your show. And we try to get it down to a very reasonable amount. It's about 50 bucks a show. And uh, it's not something we're going to make money on. It's just something we enjoy doing. And we know how much it's impacted our life having that platform. We want other people to have that. So you do, you help people do their podcasts or you, you do all the editing, all the graphics, all the branding, and they just yeah. do the talking. Yeah. In short, um, we help you increase visibility, traffic, and sales simultaneously. That's our tagline. Um, nice. We want everything to be a frictionless piece. You, as the entrepreneur, are good at selling whatever it is you sell. So go sell what you do that sells. You go record the podcast. You give it to us. You don't worry about it. We give you everything else back. You go on. So that's that's what it's about. Because when we started this journey, every roadblock we hit, we had to figure out something new to do, or we had to pay someone else to do it. I'm like, gosh, this podcast that was supposed to be a thousand dollars could cost three grand for people. What if we just said it's a thousand dollars and actually say it's a thousand dollars and and it's done for you? Because that's what it is, right? And so that's it's just pure transparency. You know, it's, it's business without the upside. There's no chips. There's just a burger. <laughs> no veggies. No veggies. No veggies. I might have to get mine without the bun, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. It's okay. We have, we have, we have that and we also serve vegans, so we're good. <laughs> so you and Corey have put everything to, together. You've been working together in the past. Yes. Um, obviously going to continue working together in the future. Corey never went back to his job after he got furloughed. Nope. Nope. Never did. Awesome. No. So and you... I, I had to furlough him. I was his boss. Oh, that's I had to furlough. Yeah. So I, I was like, look, dude, like, and he was happy to be furloughed because we had a plan. Like once this started coming in, we're like, okay, if this happens, it's our shot. Cause now it's not our fault. We didn't, you didn't lose your job because of something you did. It's the, an outside world. Right. So, so now it's, it's our shot. So he had time. He gave me a little runway and then I left. 
And my boss is like, we don't want you to go. I was like, I don't want to stay. And they're like, well, how about if we offer you this? No, there's nothing you can offer me to stay. I just want, I just went out. Here's my notice. I want to leave. And uh, it was a, a phenomenal thing, but yeah, we're, we are not going back. And it sounds like everything's working out the way it's supposed to. You're obviously yes. uh, busy. Yes. Yes. We are, we are super busy and it's been, it's been fun. And my wife uh, this morning, she goes, are you still liking it? I was like, yeah, this is great. I come downstairs, I go to work, I can uh, come upstairs and, you know, I can flirt with the uh, other coworkers and I don't get in trouble as I used to. <laughs> you can't yep. call her. <laughs> <laughs> and you can go on picnics when you want. That's right. That's right. Great. So where can people find you if they want to uh, talk to you a little bit more about uh, getting a podcast going? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, gethhm.com. Or you can follow me on any social media platform or you can go to follow.cool. And uh, yes, it's follow.cool. And that's like my <laughs> all catch all. You can follow me on all my social stuff there. Great. Well, thanks, Ron. I really enjoyed talking with you. Um, I wish you all the best. And I'm sure that uh, you're going to hear lots about hindsight hacking media in the future. Uh, I really appreciate you having me on the show. I uh, think it's been great. And I always wanted to be on your show because if I was on your show, then I was retired. So it's great. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, no, thanks very much. Thank you. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. Are you ready to start rocking your retirement? Head on over to www.beyondretirement.ca forward slash rocking it and sign up to plan out your own roadmap for retirement. Don't wait till it's too late.